intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. There's something hidden inside of me. I want you to turn around and tell somebody, there's something hidden inside of you. You're going to see it tonight. There's something hidden inside of you. You're going to see it tonight. You're going to know it tonight. There's something hidden inside of you. You're going to see it tonight. You're going to know it tonight. There's something hidden inside of you. You're going to see it tonight. You're going to know it tonight. There's something hidden inside of you. How many believe that's true? How many believe that there's something hidden inside of you? What are you talking about? You let me say, you let me say, what are you talking about? Something hidden inside of me. I believe that, that there's something hidden inside of you that God placed there at your birth. There's something hidden inside of you that Satan don't want you to see. There's something hidden inside of you that if it comes out of you, you're going to touch the captive, set them free, and break the devil's butt. Come on. Come on. You see, there's something hidden inside of you. Tell somebody. There's something hidden inside of you. There's something hidden inside of you. And it's really good. It's really good. There's something hidden inside of you. Let me tell you something tonight. God refuses to, to be confined to our religious refugee camps. God refuses to be. God refuses to. That's right, there's something hidden inside of you. Catchy tune. Uh, for those of you who are just listening on Podbean, that was Kim Clement singing one of his greatest hits, There's Something Hidden Inside of You. Except, yeah, I think the gospel says, let your light shine. <laughs> Don't keep it hidden. But it has a snappy bass line and a great uh, drum beat. And for those of you who are watching the video, you would have seen on the screen in that little bit of silence a doctrinal statement from 2002 from Kim Clement saying he does not believe that you have to be born again to enter into heaven. He did say that, folks. It's on tape. And there is a video. You can seek it out. It's real easy. Uh, just search that type, you know, that title, Google. Um, Kim Clement refutes being born again. And it was a week after he made that statement live on TV. And... So he was ready for the question. Obviously, it was a setup, and he had a 10-minute answer to that question, which was really gobbledygook. Um, and I'm not going to play the entire uh, 10 minutes. It's easy for you to find. Seek, and you'll find it. It's It comes up right away. But just know this when you listen to that. He talks about when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, and part of his theory and the way he's justifying the comments, because he got caught, folks, 
he got caught. <laughs> let's, let's face it. Jesus clearly says you need to be born again to enter into heaven. There's no other way. There's nothing you can do to earn it. But in Kim Clement's explanation, he's saying, well, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, and Jesus hadn't gone to the cross yet. And, you know, and that's what Jesus said to Nicodemus, well, you must be born again, and how can one be born again of the womb? But then Kim Clement goes on to prescribe what he believes are the motives of Nicodemus and the motives for Jesus saying this. Folks, there's no way to know the motives of Nicodemus. That It really falls flat. And this, I guess, you know, I'm showing some Kim Clement stuff here today, uh, along with some other stuff that might surprise you and how they all fit together, but they fit together for a reason. And I just want to start out by saying this, uh, how I came upon this show, because I didn't plan to do this show again. I did not plan to do this today. I had something else planned. I've been planning on starting a new series. And the new series, I don't want to give the title of it because it'll you, you guys get too far ahead of me in researching. I know some of you will. Uh, but essentially the premise is where we are at today, where the church is at today. And some of that's going to come into focus, and that's how I stumbled upon this. And I've been praying about it and praying about it because... I don't want to give you Jeff's opinion. I think we're here, uh, especially in a new series. You know, if I put down a series, this is a lot of serious work, and and I want to make sure that, you know, at least it's somewhat God-inspired, right? Um, but maybe God just brought me to do this video today for you. Um, so... In having said that about Kim Clement, there is something I want to read. Uh, many people will say he is a false prophet, but yet I'm going to tell you, and I have featured it on the show, so I need to do this uh, because I have, you know, complimented Kim Clement many times, especially in the early days of Right on Radio, because some of his prophecies were spectacular and, and maybe even spectacularly accurate and years ahead of them being well some of them fulfilled some of them i think they've gone back and creatively uh interpreted them and said that it was fulfilled but nonetheless there's some good stuff in there and i guess there's i'm going to give you two questions. Can someone who is a prophet of God give a wrong prophecy and still be a prophet? I tend, going through the Bible, man, don't count on my word. You got to look up, you got to be the Berean yourself with a lot of things I'm going to say in this today, but it doesn't, really mention any of God's prophets who are in the canon of the Bible um, giving a false prophet prophecy. And in fact, what the Bible says is, you know, is, and Deuteronomy 13 is kind of the go-to chapter. And it says, if a prophet speaks a prophecy and it points you towards another God, kill them, essentially. There's there's the chapter. Gives many examples of here's a guy gives you a false prophecy. Here's your brother gives a false prophecy. Kill him. And and don't be nice about it. Now I'm not calling for any killing here or anything like that. I'm just saying that's what the Bible says in the Old Testament in Deuteronomy 12 or Deuteronomy chapter 13. However, if you Google, and, uh, you know, there's some great websites, how to discern a false prophet, one of the first things you're going to see are these six things, and it says how to test prophecies and six biblical guides, and I agree with these. 
Does it glorify God, Christ, or glorify or test about testify about Christ? That's point number one. Point number two, does it agree with Scripture? Three, has any of his or her fulfilled prophecies led people to Christ? Number four, does it facilitate freedom or bondage? Number five, a true prophecy must reveal Christ, exhort Christ, build the church, teach, call to repentance, ETC. And number six, you'll know them by their fruits. Now, Kim Clement famously considered himself a New Testament prophet who's under grace. So it isn't, you know, he doesn't have to look for the sin in the person. He looks for the treasure in the person. Those are his words. Very easy to find. I can play you hours and hours of clips. But I'm telling you, you can find that what I just said is true that you can count on. So who is Kim Clement? And I want to just go over a brief history, and I'm not going to read it all to you. I've read it, and I'm just going to summarize it for you and focus on what I think are the key points. And when I give this history, and of course, he's no longer with us, um, I actually, I actually say this with remorse because I think I really felt some of the father's heart when I was praying about before hitting record about doing this show. So Kim Clement born in South Africa, you know, he was a musician and as many musicians do, they fall into the way of you know, drugs and alcohol, and Kim certainly had a bout with it, and I'm not saying that to disgrace him. His testimony is he was brought out of it by Christ, and that's a beautiful thing. But Kim not only was drinking heavily, but he got into heroin. And if you know anything about drugs like heroin, or really any drug in particular, but heroin is one of the stronger drugs, so I think it's one of the stronger effects in the measure which I'm about to describe to you. And I can say this as someone, I've never done something that hard, but I experimented with this stuff when I was younger. Um, it opens up your mind to the spiritual realm. And perhaps one of the reasons I'm a little bit more spiritually sensitive is because my mind was opened, folks, especially from mushrooms. Oh, what a terrible segue. <laughs> but not the mushrooms that increase your immunity system and then have your immunity system fight off all kinds of disease. Order your mushrooms today at ror.petclub247.com. I promise you that was not planned. <laughs> I had to. My flesh is weak. <laughs> but his mind was opened up in doing these sort of things. This is my presumption, but I can say that with a certain amount of authority. And Kim had been under heavy influence of heroin and drinking. And from what I read, he was stabbed and he was basically dying on the street. And a Christian man found him, helped him, led him to Christ. He joined a church. He was already a talented musician, so it was natural for him to become part of the worship team. And it's important to note, he was almost dead. A Christian man found him. So he, this is a miracle story, folks. And then he's brought into church. 
and his first experience with church is a word of faith church. Word of faith. Very new apostolic reformation, folks. It's all in the same group. It's the latter day reign. You can call it all kinds of things. It goes back to the lie in the garden, folks. The word of faith. I talked a lot about it on Sunday's broadcast in Matthew chapter 7, so I'm not going to expound on it, but Benny Hinn is word of faith. There you go. That should tell you everything. And a bunch of stuff happened. And of course, you know, Kim Clement brought his family to America. This is the abbreviated history. He joined a church, did some worship things, did some outreach, some good stuff. Then apparently he tried to get into a couple Bible colleges, was not accepted. But he did get accepted into Oral Roberts University. Oral Roberts, false teacher. Oral Roberts, false prophet. And if you have looked into the Oral Roberts University, there's some uh, very deep occultic stuff happening there. And I'm not saying Kim was a bad man. Not at all. In fact, I want to paint a very different picture for you. Kim eventually moved out to California and he started his ministry. And it was based on worship and giving prophetic utterances. It was an experiential church. And when it's when a church is based on experience, there's a lot of things that can happen because God isn't the only one who can give you an experience. I'll continue on some comments on Kim Clement in just a minute. But I want to play you a couple of his prophecies. You're just going to listen to a couple minutes of video, a couple separate videos, just to see if he was accurate. This is Kim Clement. January 15th of 2010 in Orlando, Florida. Listen to this. Oh, something unusual. God's releasing so many of you in your businesses, in your homes, in your houses, your industry, your ministry, your artistry. God is raising you up. Lift your hands. Keep praising him. Democratic Party shall have a revival, not of its politics. And I will take a Kennedy now that the one is gone, and he shall become a propagator of the kingdom of God. You shall say one Kennedy has lost his mind, but yes, he lost to gain the mind of Christ. A salvation shall take place in the Northeast that shall affect this entire nation, says the Lord. Now we'll raise up a black American president woman, says Lord. People shall say, why an African? For God said, I will yet prove that within that race, there is a dignity and an ability to rule and reign, says the Lord. Listen to the word of the Lord. And men shall despise them. And they shall attempt to assassinate President Obama for there are three groups that have already planned it. And I will protect him, says the Lord. For they will say, we want this African-American to bring shame so that there will never be another African-American president again. God said, I will prove them wrong for there shall be a baptism of the Holy Spirit that shall take place in his life in the summer of this year. And God said, it shall be so unusual that the politics of this country shall be changed as a result of it, says the Lord. Come on. Yeah. 
So if you listened carefully, this is 2010, and he's saying that God is going to raise up a black African female president, <laughs> and then he goes to Obama. Weird, right? Now, Obama was already president at that time. But then he says, Obama will be baptized in the Holy Spirit that summer of 2010. Now, there's no evidence of that. In fact, au contraire. But maybe, just maybe, Obama did experience some kind of a baptism in 2010. Now, I want you to hear this other prophecy from Kim Clement, and much like, you know, there's something hidden inside of you, this is one of his greatest hits. And I say greatest hits advisedly for it. Um, folks, just, well, just listen to this. I'm just going to read what's on the screen for those of you who are listening uh, on Podbean. It says, Kim Clement stated that God told him that the debt on Without Walls Tampa would be cleared in the middle of 2010. He insinuated that America's debt would be cleared also. And then it goes on to accuse him of being a religious fraud, but we're not the judges, folks. We can judge certain things, and we know that this did not come to pass, but I want you to listen to it and listen to it carefully because just like the last clip, where he was talking about Obama being born again, he says, thus saith the Lord. And the Spirit of God says they will place bread in the hands of those who need bread. They've already done this, says the Lord. But I will, I will clear the debt of this place. I will remove every cent that is owed. And I will prove myself as the great Jehovah Jireh, says the Lord. And allow the fire of the Lord to consume your enemy. You see what he told me, he said in 2010, I'm going to clear debt by the middle of 2010. I am so ready for it, and this is not just some mystical promise. This is a real point from God. American, so what about this nation? What about it? If God could do something suddenly for Elisha and Elijah, for Moses, for David, how much more can he do it for you? How much more can he do it for you? Come to the if you did so the debts of the nation and the debts of the people were not cleared as thus saith the Lord in 2010 and if you were looking at the screen or if you just look up the prophecy it's on YouTube um, there's a fire on the stage and there's a strange hand signal and on the back screen it's rather bizarre i would say to you um i could spend some time decoding it but it really doesn't matter and then he gets into the song death to debt and another snappy beat and another you know great bass line happening and stuff like that and chanting and keeping your hands up keep your hands up in the air people with the lights dimmed all that sort of stuff and when i said this is one of his greatest hits is because 
he went on, and you can find the video of him doing the exact same prophecy, but in 2012 and saying 2012 was going to be the year. You can see him doing this at a different conference in 2015. Death to debt. Nappy tune, the Lord saith. So that tells me that he knew that it did not come true. But yet, the people responded. And they probably gave a really good offering when he plays his greatest hits. You know, any band that goes out and does their greatest hits tour, they get the greatest revenues. So back to the history of Kim Clement for a moment, and then I'm going to move on somewhere else. But Kim Clement getting saved in a word of faith truth Word of Faith Church, Oral Roberts University. And then, you know, his experiences, all this man knew was this doctrine. I think this is a good man who probably loved his family, wanted to provide for his family, but he got into the circles. He's talented. He's a talented musician. There's no doubt he puts on a good show, and his ministry was a show. And he's surrounded by, you know, these supposed spiritual giants, you know, the giants of the faith, all the big gnar pastors and prophets. And I'm sure these people were surrounding him and saying, ah, Kim, no, you've got it, man. You've got the gift. Reassuring him constantly. And the people are coming out in droves because people want to hear this. And the money would start rolling in. And surely that's the blessing of God. People are falling down. They're being slain in the spirit. Look, God's power is in the room. How could he not believe that? Maybe he didn't spend enough time reading, or maybe he was taught in Oral Roberts University a different way to read the Bible. I don't know the answer to it, and that's why I'm not his judge. But I do have questions. He wasn't a prophet of God with those false prophecies. But could those prophecies still come true and maybe he got the date wrong? That's possible. Where are they coming from? Could someone who lifts up the name of Jesus Christ be on a platform in a room that they call a church and lift up the name of Jesus and the Kundalini spirit come in? I'm asking the question. From my research, I think that's exactly who Satan would want to target. All these people who are hungry for God and want hope in their life. Now, I've said repeatedly that I think the NAR is the light side of the system. Part of the light side, not the, as in the only. There's many, many facets to it. At the end of the day, it goes back to the lie in the garden. You'll become God. That little spark inside of you. Now, I'm going to transition slightly, and you're going to think this is weird, and I want you to hear my words carefully when I say, when I bring this up, and I'm doing this for 
a very specific reason. I'm not going to play the clip. I'm just going to show what's on the screen, and I'm going to let uh, read it to each of you that are listening on Podbean. This is a Trey Smith video that came out recently. Um, it's called Revelation End Times. And I've been honest with you on this uh, this program, and I will continue to be honest with you. Um, I'm a big fan of Trey Smith. I like much of his teaching. I don't agree with everything, and you're not going to agree with me, and that's okay. We can have some doctrinal differences. I actually met Trey. I've spent time with him in person over a couple days. He is a lovely man with the most beautiful heart. Okay? I say that because it's true. Um, but if you know Trey Smith, you also know that a big part of what he does on his programs is based on Kim Clement. That's just true. And Trey Smith is good friends with like Don A. Clement and Kim Clement's wife. Um, he is intimate with the family. He is close to them. And, uh, and you know, and he studied this stuff. He, he spends a lot of time. And as I say, I, I've learned a lot from his teachings over the years. And I, uh, I came across this video, it was last week, and part of this, uh, what he was teaching, is, uh, is what I was going to teach, but I was going to take a very different path. And what you see on the screen is, uh, well, you see Trey Smith's face, but behind him he has his TV screen, and he has the seven churches that are listed in chapters two and three in the book of Revelation. And in the book of Revelation, the God writes the letter to the seven churches. And let me just make this point first. When, well, let me pull it up, actually. I'll just read you the scripture. Um, I'm going to go to Revelation. Oh, I have to go back to Revelation chapter 1, verse 4. John, to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace and peace to you and peace from him who is and was and is to come. So actually, I don't even have to read any more than that to prove the point. To the seven churches in Asia. Now, the screen that Trey Smith is showing has the seven churches, and beside them is, well, a church age. And church age theology is very common, and a lot of people hold it. I disagree with it. Now, they could be right, I could be wrong. In this case, Trey could be right, I could be wrong. So, number one, the Church of Ephesus, he they say, is the apostolic church age. Then they say Smyrna was the martyr church. Pergamos, number three, the compromising church. Thyatira, the Roman Catholic church. Sardis, the Reformation church. Philadelphia, the missionary church, and Laodicea, the worldly church. And the premise that is put forward, and this teaching has been around for decades, the premise is that the last, I think it's four churches, so the Roman Catholic Church, the Reformation Church, the Missionary Church, and the Worldly Church all go into end times. 
That's what they say. Now, I cannot find that specifically said in the Bible, although there is a case for no, no, I just I just don't find that. The other thing that I don't find is anywhere does it say, like it didn't say in John's letter to the church, to the seven churches of the church ages to come. It didn't say that. It said to the seven churches in Asia, which were real churches. Now these churches have disbanded and they're spread throughout the world. That's why this is relative to us today, because if you are a born-again believer, you are you most likely fit into one of the categories of these seven churches. And I'm going to tell you that this, uh, I believe that this type of church dispensationalism teaching goes, is a lot of NAR people will hold that thing. I'm not saying Trey is NAR, but I'm saying he has NAR influences. And he's listening to some of these people. And what's great about the teaching of the churches of the seven ages, and particularly for you in America, is the premise is that we are in the age of the Church of Philadelphia, the one church that the Lord holds nothing against. You are blessed, and what the door has been opened for you, and no one can shut that door. And it's hopium. Philadelphia, that's where the founding fathers served the documents, you know, signed the documents. This is this is it. No, it was a church in Asia. It wasn't Philadelphia, the United States. Maybe they named Philadelphia, the United States, to be part of this deception hundreds of years ago. There has been a plan. The same entities are behind the plan for thousands of years. I'm not holding this against Trey. A lot of people hold this, and they're, again, what appear to be giants in the faith that hold this doctrine and have been teaching it for years. So, I'm not going against Trey, uh, but, you know, I just, well, you need to be the Berean and read these things for yourself. And if you're curious to see Maybe who, if I'm right or Trey's right. And, you know, I'm not doing a hit job on him. I would have invited him on the show. I'm just, this is a doctrinal uh, discrepancy. Uh, I still, I love the man. I really do. And I've learned a lot from his teaching. I'm immensely uh, thankful for him. And I bought almost all his DVDs. I'm not sucking up. I'm just wanting to convey my true heart in this. So one of the things that caught me, and this is why I'm doing the show in the way I'm doing it, is I found another video. And it's by a man named Bishop Bill Hammond. And you're going to see how all of this ties together in just a moment. I promise you. So Bishop Bill Hammond makes the claim, and he's literally had, he's going into his 70th year of ministry. And when he tells a story about even just when he got saved, he met Jesus and and this is the way he says it. I, I could play the clip. I've got it lined up, but I don't want to go too long on this show. You can look it up. <laughs> Trust me. I don't know if you'll want to. But he says, I met Jesus, and Jesus says, okay, uh, Bill, I want to introduce you to Michael the Archangel. Uh, Michael the Archangel, I want to introduce you to Bill. 
Uh, you two are going to be working together, so please get to know each other. And uh, Michael, the Archangel, you help uh, Bill whenever he wants, and uh, you teach him the things that I'm telling you to teach him. This is literally the way he describes his testimony. But he got, at some point, his mission was to develop prophets. And it's his claimed life goal to bring people into the prophetic. And, of course, they sell courses <laughs> into the prophetic. And I was going to play his one infomercial, but it's old and the uh, thing isn't that good about his prophetic school. But essentially it's, you know, he uses the scripture, all are called, to all should testify. And they, then he goes, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit are, and he names all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But he doesn't finish reading those scriptures because it says that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are dispersed by the Holy Spirit and to whom he pleases and in the portion in which the Holy Spirit pleases. There's no activation of man or anything like that. It's bad doctrine, but boy, does it sell. So one unique fact about Bill Hammond is he has been going around creating prophets and activating prophets for many, many years. I think since the, uh, since the sixties, I think it is when he came up with the gig or maybe the seventies, I think, no seventies. I think it was not that it matters long time, 50 years plus. Well, Bill Hammond was the one who activated and anointed Kim Clement into the office of a prophet. Now, tying it all in, I watched this Bill Hammond video, and I was led to it. I really was, and it's his video on predictions for 2024 and he gets in to the church ages at the end and he mentions Philadelphia just like Trey does and I I wonder if Trey was inspired by Bill Hammond I wonder I don't know and because Bill Hammond was kind of like the spiritual father the one who anointed Kim Clement to be a pastor. I don't know. But I want to say this about the Bill Hammond video, and I'm going to play you a very brief clip from it in a second. Um, I mentioned at the very top of this show that I've been wanting to do this series about where the church is in end times, and because the theme of the show that I have in my heart is to prepare for the worst, but pray for the best. So I want to combine prepare for the worst and pray for the best. <laughs> but it looks like the Lord still wants us to learn discernment because that's what this one is all about. It's learning discernment and to become the, to be the Berean and search out the scriptures for yourself. Um, yeah, so one of the parts of that teaching, Bill Hammond, does. In fact, it starts off with a good teaching about the book of Job, which I have uh, in my mind as part of this series that I want to bring forward. And, uh, and it's a good part. It's not a sad part. So, you know, the Bill Hammond, it's, it's uh, about 45, 50 minutes long, and a lot of it is good teaching. But it's the little things that they sneak in that you really, really got to watch out for. Now, in this clip, 
with, uh, and the title of the video is Bishop Bill Hammond, 2024 word of the Lord. What is God saying? Hashtag prophetic word. Now he's already taught about Job and stuff like that. And it, it was pretty good teaching. But now he's gone on to talk about Philadelphia and no one can close that door that's open for you. And yes, go America. We are Philadelphia. We're not Babylon. No, 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 no. We're Philadelphia. We're the perfect church. Is what he's saying. And I'm just going to clip this one because he's, you. if you're watching, you can see he's got his Bible open in front of him. And he's going to read you a direct quotation from the Bible. This is the man who anointed Kim Clement to be an apostle. Listen closely to the scripture. He says here, I want us to read this other. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan Sorry, I'm going to have to start that clip once more, and hopefully it doesn't buffer. It's very, very short. Um, it says here, I want to just read this other. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are charismatic, prophetic Jews, but they are not. But indeed... I will make them come and worship before your feet. And That's all you need to hear. Did you hear him read it? He said about the synagogue of Satan that they, although they say they are charismatic, prophetic Jews. Charismatic, prophetic Jews. Jews. Now, what does the scripture actually say? So I'm going to go into Revelation 3. Let me just pull it up here. Um, it's from verse 9. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. I will make them come and bow down before your feet and make them know that I have loved you. Did he add to Scripture? Now, maybe there's a translation that I'm not familiar with. Oh, he might be reading from the Bethel Bible. I don't have that one. He might be reading from the Bethel Bible. <laughs> Oaks, that's not good. That's not good. I want to play another clip, and this is the video that has him uh, giving his testimony. It's from Sid Roth. <laughs> it's from Sid Roth, Supernatural. By the way, is there a uh, former producer for Sid Roth for like 30 years that is getting quite successful on YouTube now? I wonder if there's any repentance there. Maybe there is. Uh, because Sid Roth ain't good. And you know what? I was just going to play his infomercial because I want to teach you some stuff from this. So you're going to hear the infomercial, folks. But he decides, to, he's asked by Sid Roth to pray for the audience that's there first. And I want you to see some of the audience's faces in this. You know, the Sid Roth program is nothing but an infomercial. First of all, I just want to put that out there. 
Um, and kudos to him, smart Jewish guy. He saw that infomercials were getting to be a big thing, and he capitalized on you poor Christians. And he sucked as much money out of Christians' pockets as he could over the years, and he's still doing it today. But this is Bishop, the activator of gifts, Bill Hammond, and he's going to pray for the audience first. And then I'm going to stop it. I'm going to make a comment. And then I'm going to play their infomercial. And I want you to hear that because you're going to learn some words that you need to be watchful for. Here's his prayer. Sorry in advance for you right now and when i do you just let your lips and tongues over just open your mouth and and don't say jesus hallelujah amen this just open your mouth and say lord i receive father god right now just open up in the name of jesus the promise to you the holy spirit receive the holy spirit's gift of your own spirit language now in jesus name take a deep breath and then flow out down you get that. That's it. Come on, let it flow. Let it flow. That's it. More and more. Come on. You're receiving it right now. In Jesus' name, be filled with the Holy Spirit. You're going to be able to speak this language anytime, anywhere you want to for the rest of your life. It's your gift. Receive it now. In Jesus' name, be filled, overflowing, and grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ and fulfill your destiny with the greatest gift Jesus could give for the church. And that's your own spirit language. You've got it now. Go for it. Hallelujah. Amen. So he includes a sales pitch for the product that they're just about to sell to you in advance. And I acknowledge the gift of tongues is a gift of the Holy Spirit. But they do this because he's showing live audience members being activated. And it's your gift from where, whenever you can. You can take this one around the world. You can do whatever. You hear the key phrases. Oh, I want to go around the world. I want to be God's supernatural person. This is my gift from the Holy Spirit around the world, supernaturally, always doing things. Everything that I want in my life is going to come true. Really? Now, listen to the infomercial. I might have to stop this a couple times, folks. See, I know about marketing and I know what they're doing and it's magic. They're doing magic. I'm going to point it out to you. No one else has the guts to point out these tricks because everyone wants to use them. This is truth. And this one is a better example because it's the, got the whole Sid Roth package put together than just the one he did for his prophetic ministry. Uh, so he does, he sells all kinds of these. This one is for tongues. His other ones are prophetic ministries and they claim to have sold over a half a million, and I don't know what the course is. What was it? 300 bucks, 400 bucks times a half million. Man, some people getting paid. So they just did that prayer. I'm not fast forwarding. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to continue. He prayed for the audience. Now let's see what happens next on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural. More than 600 million Christians have received the gift of the Holy Spirit, yet most do not utilize this precious gift to its fullest potential. About 95% of Spirit-baptized Christians don't understand the purposes and benefits of speaking in tongues. Now, Dr. Bill Hammond wants to mentor you in using this powerful gift to unlock the keys of God's blessing and promises for your life and ministry like never before. Call now and get Dr. Bill Hammond's powerful book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, and his exclusive...
percent of spirit baptized Christians don't understand the purposes and benefits of speaking in tongues. Now, Dr. Bill Hammond wants to mentor you in using this powerful gift to unlock the keys of God's blessings and promises for your life and ministry like never before. Call now and get Dr. Bill Hammond's powerful book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, and his exclusive two-part anointed audio CD teaching series, Speaking in Tongues. Plus, you'll receive this added bonus, Sid Roth's DVD and three-part audio CD package, PTT, Personal Trainer for Tongues. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9468. Through Bill Hammond's book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues, and his exclusive two-part audio CD teaching series, Speaking in Tongues, you will learn how to use your spirit language, be empowered to fulfill your calling, operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that God has assigned to you, be able to pray without ceasing and have your prayers answered, pray 100% in the will of God for your life, receive healing and victory over every adversity you're facing, activate the spirit of wisdom and revelation, increase God's love and power within your life and ministry. Plus, you will receive as a bonus Sid Roth's exclusive DVD and three-part audio CD package, PTT personal trainer for tongues. This is worth the price alone. In this extensive training resource, you will learn from Sid and 11 noted teachers how to prophesy your destiny, increase your revelation of God's word, increase the gifts of the spirit in your life, hear God's voice clearly, charge your spiritual battery, break into multiple prayer languages, activate angels, and so much more. This special mentoring DVD includes Sid Roth's prayer for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Play this DVD for your Christian Christian friends who have questions on the validity of this gift or who are hungry for more. All right, I can't take any more. <laughs> and I apologize for the interruption there. Um, sometimes I really do think it's kind of a spiritual thing that happens because all of a sudden my camera shuts off, another one goes like. The devil doesn't want me to give out these secrets. So you notice the key words they put in, and the first part is Bill Hammond's book. Learn how to pray in God's will 100% of the time. Be in the prayer language, all this, and know how to do this. Overcome all your adversity. Only 95% of Christians don't know how to do this. You will be one of the 5%. Know the secrets to do it. Let Bill Hammond activate you. Some of the key words they're using. And you know what? People hear it as it goes by fast. They actually repeat them two to three times each one of those points. Because it plants a seed, it plants a seed, and then they want to harvest the seed at the end of the commercial, which they certainly try to do. And you're thinking, man, I want that, I want that, I want that. Oh, but wait, there's a bonus they're throwing in Sid Roth's thing too? And shipping and handling is included? Wow, all my dreams. And in Sid Roth's, you're going to increase in this, increase in that. You're going to increase, live out, you know, live out this. You'll be able to activate angels. It includes Sid Roth's personal prayer for you, because after all, it's Sid, the anointed one. You know, he's on TV. He's got to be a real man of God. He's on TV. But you hear the words, in fact, with Sid Roth's, they say increase to three different things. You'll increase here. You'll increase here. You'll increase here. Maybe I've not understood the scripture. Was it Paul? And Paul was kind of a, a great apostle, I think. Wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Didn't Paul say, I must decrease? In fact, I don't remember any of the apostles or writers of the New Testament saying you must increase, go to the next level. If you want to go and, uh, you know, preach to 
you know, these people, if you're if you're called to go to Paul, if you're pair, you know, if you're gonna go to Rome, you must increase first. You gotta go up levels. Go back and talk to Peter. Peter's gonna activate you, Paul. I used this example because it's blatant. And you need to see it. And I brought up Kim Clement and and Bill Hammond, quite honestly, and Trey Smith, because Kim Clement, really, if there was an official prophet of the Patriot movement, it would be Kim Clement. And now his mantle was passed over by his daughter. Amanda Grace and all these NAR prophets on the Great Awakening Tour, other tours. And they bring up Philadelphia and the church ages because it's hopium. Ah, we don't have to do anything. God's opened up a door for us and no one can close. And maybe they're right. Maybe I'm wrong. But what if you just thought everything was in control and then you didn't see the attack coming? What if Trump isn't your savior? What if he doesn't even get into office? What if we must prepare our minds? Look, it's good to be prepared um, if you can get water, if you can get food, but don't rely on those things. You need to prepare in your mind. I'm going to repeat this over and over, folks, for, for the coming future. Prepare in your mind. Prepare with Christ. Get your house in order. Be the Berean and search the scriptures out for yourself. I might be wrong. Maybe Paul says I must increase before I can do this. Just like those, those guys said. We hear these things and re we repeat them. And in the case of Kim Clement, you know, and he was told, I have no doubt, because he has said it on multiple times, knowing that he had false prophecies, he says, well, listen, no prophet's going to get everyone. I don't think so. You're going to stand up and say, thus saith the Lord, you better know. But the one thing I will say is, and I take Kim Clement's story because I don't think he had a chance outside of this. Other than they, like everyone makes their own decision not to read their Bible or whatever, but maybe he was taught to interpret it in a different way. I don't know the story, but we do know that our God is just. And that you can trust me on. This is plenty of examples in the word. Um, two things. I haven't done this in a while. Look, folks, the lights are going to go out at some point in time. EMP shield is like a surge protector that works against electromagnetic pulses, but it works against surges as well. Believe it or not, it actually functions as a surge protector. So even a lightning strike or something like that, EMP shield will work for your house, your car, your generator. They're not very expensive, folks. After the coupon, they're about 300 bucks. Uh, but use coupon code ROR plus any other discounts that are available on the website. Please go to empshield.com and save $50 by using coupon code ROR. And again, uh, folks, just mushrooms. I'm getting tons of testimonials.
it works. ROR.PetClub247.com. In the meantime, remember to love your God. Search him out in scripture. Search him out in prayer. And why not pray with us as well? We do our prayer meetings twice a week, uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Love your family. Love your neighbor as yourself. And make a difference in your community. Even if it's your church community, by letting them know that some of the things they're saying are simply not true.